Praise the Lord. Yeah. We are able to sit here and do this podcast, podcast, and Princess Gobby is finally <laughs> asleep. I love her, Ooh. but boy, do we struggle to get that girl down. Here's the thing. Yeah. I recently watched this like TikTok video, and it was talking about baby math, mm-hmm. and it's like baby math is four ounces is not enough for me anymore. <laughs> so the only way to solve it is to give me two more ounces. Yeah. But if you give me two more ounces, I'm going to need at least three more ounces because technically right. you didn't give it to me in the first bottle. So we're back at zero. Right. It's like, Wait, and then, right. But then if you give me six next time, I'm only going to have one and I'm going to yell at you for even thinking about it. Thinking that I could eat six. Yeah. Baby math is I like can be mm-hmm. dead asleep for all of the arguing that takes place <laughs> in the apartment above me. But the sound of my mother waking up to get a snack is deafening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Baby math is one brand new outfit that you've been excited to put me in equals four blowouts. Yeah. Baby math is both of our dogs yelling at each other and the baby being dead asleep. Me like hitting my foot against something in okay, another no, room. No, not the same. In another room. <laughs> not the same. You actually hit the baby bed. No, We're I didn't not hit going the baby there. bed. I hit things by the baby bed that made a loud sound. I'm I pretty know. sure. No, but baby math is very funny because it is. it is. we experience it on a daily basis. Well, it is. We are such the modern Christian parents right now because <laughs> it's, it's late. Yeah, yeah. But this is when we can do it right now. Right, exactly. It well, won't always be like this. It's funny, too, because, like, with Noella, we call her Princess Gobby because between the hours mm-hmm. of about 11 o'clock till 6 a.m., she's like a tiny little goblin. <laughs> yeah, she just at that eat. time. Yeah, just those those windows. Her full name is Gobelina. Continue. That's right, Princess Gobelina. She wants to eat everything. She's constantly yelling when she does wake up. <laughs> and I promise me. you, like, yeah, she yells. She, she has our, her hands together. Yeah, she always keeps her hands folded like she's an evil villain from a 90s sitcom and her lips look at you and they're like she like she doesn't cry which is amazing but she does yell she just wakes up and goes ah and she seems to have strong opinions from 10 p.m to about 5 a.m yeah yeah it's just so funny little gobbling and the (laughs) other thing too that's so funny is like (laughs) chris and i we as everyone does, you learn these tips and tricks that work for your baby. Mm-hmm. But it's so different between oh, you yeah. and I. So I'll be like, babe, you have to use the pink blanket. If you use the pink blanket, she'll sleep. And then he'll be like, I tried that. It didn't work. No, I have to put her in the blue blanket. Well, the other morning or the other night, I was like putting her to sleep. And you're like, babe, like patting her, her, her behind is just gonna keep her awake. I was like, nah, nah, not with me. Not in my world. She knows how it works. Yeah. She's got her hands crossed and she's like, good night. <laughs> she's very. She's like, is this my father holding me? Yes, bearded man, spank my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll hold her and she'll be like, don't even, don't even look in my diapers direction. You yeah. better rub my back slowly and hold me upright. I'm like, how do you know the difference between who's holding? You? I know, and it's funny because like last week, there's a couple of times where she's keeping us on our toes. I know. Because a lot of times, like today's a tonight perfect is example. a perfect example. You know, oh, we we already we had did this all scheduled, the and it's yeah. like nope, nothing. <laughs> yeah, we literally got to the point where we're like, we need to take this baby. And just watch the Bulls game and just enjoy it until she passes out on her own. Because okay. she's not going down with any of our tricks. No. She watched three minutes of the Bulls game and just 
conked out. Yeah. I was like, praise God. But the biggest question, and this is going to kind of lead into our episode anyway, <laughs> is how, how are we going to take our three-month-old on a six-hour road trip? I know. At, at, especially when she reaches full Princess Gobby. Right. And we're right. in that car, <laughs> and Princess Gob turns on. And like, what, what is do? the game plan? I what are we going to do? So uh, <laughs> we're going for Thanksgiving. We're going to Ohio to see yep. Chris's family, which will be so much fun. But that is the true mystery. Yeah. Um, Six hours. She already, I don't think she's a fan. Well, sometimes she is, of being in the car. Yeah, it's, again, it's a mystery. It's like sometimes it's her favorite thing. Yeah. And then sometimes she despises the car so much that there is no escaping her wrath. <laughs> yeah. So like, how would you even think of driving in a car? You're three months old. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. A man raising a tiny goblin. All right. Well, on that note, I'm Micah Wineland. And I'm Chris Wineland. And you're listening to the, the Modern, Modern Christian, Christian Podcast. Podcast. Just hear those sleigh bells ring-a-ling, ting-ting-ting-a-ling, too. <laughs> Come on, it's lovely weather, we'll sleigh right together with you. I wish that they could see all the hand movements you just did. I'm so excited, and the reason is because even though we've been celebrating it since summer, we can officially <laughs> pretend like it's time to celebrate the holidays. I know, I know. I've been waiting to watch Elf for like three weeks as if I didn't just watch Elf I was going to say, as if you literally ago? didn't just watch <laughs> We always get so sad because, like, on Netflix and Disney Plus, they take the holiday movies off after a period of time. And we're like, oh, man, you have to rent it from, like, Apple TV. But we do it every time we end up purchasing The Grinch, like, mid-summer because we can't handle ourselves. Well, what's funny is all summer long, I joke around, and I'm like, it's almost Christmas. And so Johnny got the hang of it, and he goes, no. Yeah, he always goes, not Christmas, Dad. So now it is almost Christmas, and, and it's he's like been saying not Christmas, yeah, he's Dad. Like, not Christmas, Dad. And I was like, no, actually, yeah. no, like legit. We're like basically the boy who cried wolf because we're like, no, seriously, it's Christmas this time. We promise. Look, look at the lights outside. He's like, oh, oh, I know. Yeah, that's the only proof right now because we were at an airport together, and he, you said, oh, look at the Christmas lights, and what did he say? It's not Christmas yet, Mom. Yeah, Mom, it's not Christmas yet. I'm like, okay, first of all, why do you sound like Fat Albert? <laughs> And secondly, it really is this time. I'm not lying. <laughs> like every other time when I try to convince you it's Christmas. Poor well, kid. I know. And it's like every time that uh, we do turn on the TV now, it's all Christmas. I know, so. exactly. So he really gets it. Everything you need to know about us is the fact that we had our daughter in July and her name is Noella. Yep, that's There it true. is. That's yep. how we feel about Christmas. <laughs> Christmas in July. That's right. That's it my song. works. Oh, that was your song. I yeah. liked it. Um, I'm so excited. Me too. I mean, I know that this episode has nothing to do with Christmas, but it does. In have a way, to it just... has everything to do with Christmas. Right, precisely. It Only... just has to do with the holidays. Yeah. But what we wanted to talk about is just like fun holiday stuff. Well, more so like dealing with family. <laughs> so maybe not that fun, but <laughs> okay, yeah. So <laughs> basically, the terrible parts. No, I'm just joking. No, the awesome parts, the parts that involve cookies. And food. Yes. um, Which I'm sure, you know, you're going to talk. In fact, I was just talking to somebody today about it. 
And I said like, ooh, I cannot wait for Thanksgiving because I'm going to be able to eat food. And he's like, uh, I said, are you excited? And he's like, well, I wasn't thinking about the food. He's like, I was thinking about the family. And I was like, oh, right, right, right. Yes, Me too. T- they also exist. Totally. <laughs> well, the funny thing about you and I is that mm-hmm. we always tend to have this come to Jesus moment, quite literally come to Jesus <laughs> moment with our diet. Every year. Every year, time. right before the, the fall begins. Yeah. It's like right before the holidays, we're like, man, we really mm-hmm. need to get our act together. But then the actual holidays come and we use that as an excuse to go, but it's the holidays. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know why we do this. And the summer comes along and we're just, uh, we're poo belly. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we're poo bellies for the summer, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we can't fit into those bathing suits. But then, yeah, in the winter is usually like our fittest. It'll be January, yeah. February, March. No, no, this is what happens. Sees us. No, it'll literally be like, <laughs> I would say August, September, Mm -hmm. you and I are doing fantastic on our diets. We're going hard. We're strict. Then October comes around and we're like, listen, if we keep at this, (laughs) we could be right where we want to be. We could be at our like goal weight by the time our family sees us again. But then the moment that we even catch a glimpse of somebody else celebrating Christmas, we're like, mm. or, or I should say Thanksgiving, we're like, well, time to whip out the pumpkin bars. I mean, <laughs> so true. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the last thing you said. I was too busy eating pumpkin bars and candy. Yeah, and on that note. All right. So, as we said, today's episode mm-hmm. is about talking about family. It's the holiday season right now when we're recording this, mm-hmm. and there's a really good chance that people listening in the next few weeks are going to be traveling to see said family members. Yeah. And it could be extremely triggering. It could be difficult. Mm-hmm. That's such a millennial word. Triggering. That is a millennial word. It triggers word. me just to say triggering. I don't think any grandpa has ever said the word triggering. Oh, I've heard a grandpa use trigger, but in a whole different Oh, a very different yeah. reason. But, like, um, so anyway, like, it could be difficult to go and see family. And so I thought, why don't we create an episode that just gives, like, some good modern mm-hmm. christian advice of how to deal with those wackadoodles you call your loved ones i like it all right i like cool. it okay so let's start off with um nicknames that you uh sh- can start labeling your family members that they don't know <laughs> okay like yeah. like crazy aunt <laughs> susan or something like exactly that. and yeah. and that's that's to your uncle joe <laughs> exactly. you call him crazy you aunt susan, crazy aunt susan <laughs> so he's very confused which is a theory I, I think 98% of, of human beings have an Uncle Joe. You do. Well, we do. Right. Because we I'm do. married to you. Yeah. yeah. So. Actually, before I was married to you, I also had an Uncle Joe. Did I you just really? Realized. Yeah. Whoa. Unfortunately, he passed. But he was a very, very nice man. Yeah. Well, yeah. most Uncle Joes are. Yeah, it's they're true. Fun. They're fun. They're whatever. Yeah, laid back. They're chill. Yeah. They're usually the ones on the recliner propped up. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Just kick it back. Um... Well, somebody I'm looking for, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing all your family. That's mm-hmm. the good thing. Like, you and I literally, praise be to God, we don't have like that, oh, our dreaded in laws, you know, mm-hmm. situation. Now, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be the first to roast my parents. There are some characters. Yeah. <laughs> like, my parents fun. are characters, but they're fun. And yeah. I, I like being around. Um, you have two sets of parents because you have your, you know, mm-hmm. s- stepmom, stepdad, and mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love all of them. <laughs> I know, yeah. I paired them off in a way, yeah, way didn't it, I? Like, no. as if, yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. But you know what I mean. The family tree looked weird for a second, but it was okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, like, I I adore seeing all of them. And I obviously love my own parents. Mm-hmm. So, 
and you feel the same way. So I think yeah. that that's really cool. That is But true. I will we're say really there is somebody. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. I was just going to say we're really blessed with that. Yeah. And then were you about to say there's somebody that yeah, does get under your skin? No, no. Oh. I was going to say there's somebody I'm most excited to see. Oh, that's totally different. Because yeah. I thought you were going to be like, there is somebody that's uh, there under is my skin. I'm I was dreading. like leaning in like, who is that? <laughs> and we why are we about to blast it? I was going to say like, well, why are we discussing it right here, right now on oh, a podcast? Oh, I know who that is. I know who that is. Who I'm excited to see? No, no. Who Who is exhausting. I'm oh. going to say it right now. Okay. Oh, Lord, be with us. <laughs> I'm scared. Princess Kitty. Oh. I know you love her. She's not a dread to see, I but know. I am allergic. Princess you are allergic. See, so. Why is it a dread for if, you to see her? Because she's so old. No. Oh. Well, yeah, no. We've always had this back and forth frenemy frenemy situation and, I, and you know me lately i want a cat really bad but i have to i have to put this on for her right this is what right. she wants oh she wants so the, i gotta get in fight. she's gonna try to be like meow and be like oh, princess kitty so. <laughs> princess kitty is chris's <laughs> cat from when he was a child that yeah that is still kicking i cannot believe it legitimately isn't she like like, she's like 100. She's like 19 years old. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know cats could live that long. My goodness. I know. Okay. Yeah, like she's seen you graduate high school. Like she's been through it. Yeah. No, I was in, I was like a sophomore, I think, or something. I was in high school. Yeah, when you guys got Princess mm-hmm. Kitty. Yeah, and now I'm 33. And, and she's never looked better. She's okay. That's not true. Yeah, that's she's, like, she's getting better. a little. Yeah. Aww. Princess uh, Kitty. Good little cat. You know, like how people have family members in their lives that they're like, no, we have to go visit family because oh, yeah, this yeah. might be the last year we get to see. <laughs> yeah. Like right now in this season of life, that's Princess Kitty for us. Oh, yeah. Might be last year. But then every year she's still there. I know. That's she's the a thing. survivor. She's going to make it. Keep on surviving. Yeah. That's right. Okay. There is someone I'm excited to oh, see. Yeah. Unlike that. Princess Kitty. Yeah, that darn Princess Kitty. Um, it's Grammy Grams. Oh, Grammy Grams. Yeah. You know, Grammy Grams is full of surprises. I she love, really I is. love her. She's great. First off, yeah. just so everybody knows. Yeah, fill the people in. Um, because, uh, you know, my family, uh, you know, my parents are divorced or whatever. That gives me a blessing of a lot of different grandparents. Yes. A lot of different families. So, um, we have different nicknames and different names for our grandparents that try to like make sense. But I'm the only one that calls my grandma grammy grams yeah and which I is your father you and me mother mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i i'm glad that you do it too yeah so she's uh 85 i think yeah and i'll just come right up and be like grammy grams i know he's always so obnoxious to her <laughs> and every time she just puts on the biggest grin and just smiles smile. and nods <laughs> she's so cute and she did something cool like yeah. when was this a couple months a ago a couple months ago she came to Illinois for the first time to mm-hmm. come and visit us. Like, it was her first time in this state. And she wanted to go to the city. Yeah. She was like, I want to go explore the city. So we're like, okay, <laughs> Grammy Grams. I know. And she the wanted the whole thing. rode the train in with us, which is mm-hmm. a 45-minute ride. Yeah. Then she rode the metro station. All like, just to go to an ice station. cream shop in the city. Yeah. And then, yeah, you could talk about that. It was amazing. We no, it was, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. She was like, if if you're ever worried about like, oh, I don't know about how safe Chicago is. Look, my 85-year-old Grandma Grams rocked it. Yeah. She destroyed. In fact, she even mugged a couple people along the way. 
just to, you know, no, <laughs> she's she like, oh, I need some ice cream money, you know. So. She'd be so mad if she heard you say that. She did not mug Oh, of one. course she didn't. That was a joke. That was a joke. I know. But, um, yeah, she, she probably she was like, she just loves you and handed out hard candies yeah. to everyone she and saw. It's actually one of my favorite pictures that, that uh, I have of me and her yeah. is just on the L train. Chilling. And she just has a big smile, and I'm like, I, my smile is in shock. I'm like, I can't believe I got her on the L train. I know. It was their idea. It was her and idea. And then she literally ordered an ice cream. So this place that we go to, we oh, take everyone so here good. that visits. It's called Margie's Candies, and it's like a famous, you know, fudge and ice cream store. And but, Margie's, you should sponsor our podcast if you're listening. Continue. Okay. And, just so I can get some free hot fudge. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. Um like the place is known for you buy some sort of a sundae to split amongst friends because Mm -hmm. one ice cream order (laughs) is the size of your head if not bigger like and i'm not over exaggerating it's massive it like at minimum comes with three spoons yeah but we didn't tell grammy grams we just let her order we're like get whatever you want (laughs) and we just like let it come to her her eyes were like massive when she saw that bowl get placed in front of her she's like what do i do with this like that's yours and you better finish it you better finish yeah it was a lot of ice cream it was i didn't realize you know you just see it in comparison with her it was so funny yeah so yeah it'll be it'll be good i'm looking forward to seeing grammy grams as well i'm with you on that all right we should probably get focused yeah so, so go ahead. Yeah. What's one of the things that they can do to prepare themselves for a successful time with family during the holidays? Okay. I actually, I'm not going to lie. I saw this advice on TikTok and I thought it was so good that I wrote it down. One of those millennials. Exactly. Okay. But like legitimately, this is really good advice. The advice is ask yourself what are your expectations, what your expectations are, and then make realistic adjustments. And I love that because I think everybody walks into, especially if you're going to see your family, like Mm -hmm. when you're married, I'll speak on behalf of myself, being married and going to see my family in Florida, Mm -hmm. I know I have a bunch of expectations of like what I want and what I don't want out of my family. And I love them to death. But again, every family comes with dynamics. Yeah. You're just going in, like, free. You're just like, can't wait to see Matt. Like, going to shoot the breeze with them. Going to have so much fun. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I hope they do this. I hope they don't do that. I hope Mm -hmm. there's this. I hope there's not that. You know, or whatever. And so, like, I think the best thing you could do is have communication with Mm -hmm. your spouse or whoever you're traveling with and say, like, here's what I'm hoping for. But realistically, because we can't change Mm -hmm. others... Like, at the end of the day, if grandpa wants to make that joke where he pops his teeth out and scares the kids, mm-hmm. you just got to let them. You just <laughs> let them be them, you know? Yeah. Or if your parents are going to ask you for the 100th time, like, what is it that you do again? Like, I don't understand what your job is. Yeah. You know, like, don't let it get under your skin because their realistic expectation is, like, they're just not going to understand. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Well, I think that the expectations that you can control is where you should focus the most on. Yes. Because, like, you know, you and I have done this pretty well. I, I just did this with my side of the family where I said, hey, I really want to show Johnny this particular place where there's Christmas lights yeah. and Christmas trees. And so I told everybody, I invited everybody, I said, I want to go if we all want to pick a day and let's do it. So it's like that, that was my one thing. That's my expectation. Yeah. I'm planning on bringing a book. 
I don't know if I'll read it. That's the realistic part. I probably won't be able to read it. <laughs> but, like, you know, I'm laying down a few expectations. Right. Well, and communicating those expectations in advance. It's right. not like last minute you're going to be like, well, we really want to do this mm-hmm. one thing by ourselves. Like, instead you just let everyone know, hey, on this day of the week mm-hmm. we're going to this train museum anybody's more than welcome to join us and if you can't that's okay too but that's where we'll be so i thought that was like really smart um and uh kind of like in the same vein as that about like having expectations one thing i know like a lot of this is like straight modern christian stuff or i should say millennial christian stuff Mm -hmm. is like having an unrealistic expectation for your parents being grandparents does that make sense? Elaborate. So like, yeah, elaborate. So like, you know, we have our kids mm-hmm. and when they interact with our kids, our parents, when they interact with our kids by nature, because we're the parent, we mm-hmm. have these expectations like they better not give my kid red 40 and they better, which isn't, right. which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, <laughs> well, that's, that's very <laughs> common nowadays. Yeah. Just, say like, red just 40. don't give them red. But it used to be like, you know, don't give, I remember my brother was really big into don't give my kids sugar until a certain age, you know? And yeah. I was like, dude, you're crazy that you would have that rule. Right. And then now, now with our kids, I'm like, nobody gives them sugar yeah. yet, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Johnny has it, but, you know, it's like... Yeah. Um, we already did have a family. Our daughter's, <laughs> our daughter's three <laughs> months old, and we already did have a family member say, is it okay if I put a little bit of, like, what was it, icing? If I put a yeah. little bit of icing on my finger and feed it to her? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. First of all, I would like to be the first person to experience mm-hmm. a sugar high in my child. Now, that might be demented and twisted, but I would like to be a part of that operation. Secondly, she's three months old. Why does yeah. she need to be introduced to icing? But you know what? I think it's here's. So funny. I think that this is a really good part is like, you know, um, interacting with family. You yeah. naturally are very good. Uh, with using humor I mean we both can be yeah, yeah. and you have a way of roasting the, <laughs> like Yikes. in a good way in a funny okay, way because it was very welcoming when you were like what no like yeah, you know yeah. and then and then our family member kind of laughed and was like okay okay you I know. get it I was like if my daughter's gonna get a sugar high it's gonna be in my house dang it <laughs> exactly <laughs> but still it's like you're comfortable with the open communication I think that helps yeah because if you weren't and it was like can I give the icing um uh, what do I do what do I say and then just know, let it happen bam she's eating icing every that's day for the next three years and you're like what happened no that's actually though no no seriously though what you just said is like completely in our minds what we think will happen if we allow our parents to like be grandparents well so this goes to my point yeah now please for please literally for the love of jesus don't feed my three-month-old sugar but there there are some fine lines that you have to have yeah yes but there are some adjustments as well that could be made so for example like chris and i kind of have a rule when it comes to our parents being grandparents where we try to allow our parents to be the fun factory Mm -hmm. like we don't want the grandparents of our children to be the disciplinarians now of course it's different if they're like babysitting and they have to lay down the law like whatever that's fine but for the most part like we want them like both sides to win we want our kids to experience like grandparents that spoil them and love on them especially if it's a visit exactly yeah and then like we want our parents to have that opportunity to be free to be fun and funny Mm -hmm. and 
you know, like, jovial because you only get so much time with them. It's kind of cool because with, like, all of my family, there's, even though, I mean, you guys are extremely Italian on your family, we're Italian as well, in a sense, like my step family is. Yeah. And so we have a lot, like, which is why I'm really... Yeah, I, I love going over there for uh, some things, you know, hol- holiday stuff, because it's very traditional. We're doing this, they're making this, you know. There's a couple of recipes that even when we first got married, I was making just because I was thinking of, you know, this big family or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that part's pretty cool. Yeah, and my parents, they go by Lolly and Pop. Yeah, they do. And <laughs> we, and like, we like to say that my father is, like, the headliner. Well, this, this is what's funny. Like, Johnny and I will have a blast all the time. And, like, I am a professional comedian, okay? But he doesn't recognize that because no. <laughs> the moment Pops comes in, yeah. I mean, I was just an opener the whole time. Right, exactly. That's what I realized. You're the feature comic <laughs> at best. But... <laughs> at best. Yeah. I'm a feature comic. He is a headliner, and he'll come in, and uh, you know whatever the act is, it's like ah, oh, the whole is so audience funny. is going crazy. Yeah, the crowd goes wild for pops. Yeah, and like I don't even know what my dad does. I think he just speaks four year old. Like <laughs> he know. just gets it. I, don't I know, know, and I don't get it. But like my whole dream is to become a grandpa or a pat pat, if you will. So I know one day I will reach it, and I will understand hopefully how to make my grandkids laugh. The way that your dad makes my son, our son, laugh yeah. so hard. Yeah, it um, is really funny. It's fun. So, yeah, I, like, I don't know if that's number two or not, but no, let grandparents just... be grandparents. Yes. I mean, it kind of should be, like, almost its own thing. But it all falls under the same category, just in case you don't have kids. Just a reminder, ask yourself what your expectations are and then make realistic adjustments. So that way you're not, like, <clears throat> disappointed or frustrated you know, spend time with family. And you know, this is uh, this is not us teaching to say this is how it is. This is like just what what has worked for us. Yeah. And as we were discussing, like a holiday kind of episode, uh, this really helps us to have a pretty drama free trip every time. Yeah, I know, I totally agree with that. Another thing that I think is pretty beneficial, especially if you're with family for multiple days. Um, you know, some people will do a week, two weeks, whatever, uh, is make a plan for downtime. Yeah. Like that's important. What do you like doing downtime when you're like on Thanksgiving day as an example or Christmas or, you know, like you're done. You just want to relax. Are you asking me? I'm asking you. Oh, um, (laughs) I'm asking the person listening. (laughs) No, I'm asking you. Um, what do I repeat the question, Bob? Uh, (laughs) the question is what? What do you like to do for downtime? Because you and I kind of oh, have see, two yeah. different things sometimes yeah. with downtime. I, and like, again, this is going to sound very millennial of me, but I genuinely love taking photos of the family. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean like, take a picture of me so I have the best Instagram post. Yeah. Like, I like trying to convince your like your um sister's kids mm-hmm. aka johnny's cousins yeah like get into a group photo and like i'll yeah. do your makeup to the girls and like just like trying to find silly and fun ways to have like memory filled photos yeah. of doing fun things so yeah. like that like in my downtime on vacation with family actually brings me a lot of joy to like separate myself mm-hmm. and go and take photos of like the kids and things like yeah. that well you're social so yeah, when true. it comes down to I get like, recharged by yeah, still being around people I was just going to say you do that me I'd much rather sit down and if I can sit next to other people that are other guys that are sitting and then we're like hey like that's perfect okay that's literally every family 
you basically are what you're just saying i'm a man and i like to sleep okay what sometimes i like to watch the tv no you like to pretend you're watching the tv when really you're sleeping well yeah i do i like to sleep <laughs> there are moments where i'm like i wish i could just nap right now but it's He's not like, socially appropriate you know what's so unique about me is I like to sleep next to the other five guys that are sleeping in the living room. <laughs> All right, great. I, I never said it was Chris. unique. I'm saying you and I are different. You'll be at the table still talking and chatting, and I'll be over there like, oh, I, I hope uh, nobody thinks I'm going to be in this conversation because I'm not. I'm going to sleep. Uh, I think it's just it's important to you know plan for downtime. Yeah. Also, I think with the holidays, you get... It depends on what your downtime is, because my sister loves uh, shopping, right? Holiday shopping. Oh, yeah, yeah, she And I does. think that helps her mm-hmm. um, get downtime. And, you know, her and I used to do that when we were when uh, we were kind of in high school or, like, just out of high school. Yeah. We would do Black Friday shopping together, and that was a lot of fun. And it really stuck with her. That's a tradition she likes to keep with her, her husband, and they do it all the time. For me... I just, I can't stay awake anymore. <laughs> so, like, it sounds good. Grandpa Chris has gone down. I really or, sorry, have. Pap, Pap, Chris. Thank you. Pap, Pap. <laughs> That's funny. But you know there. what? In all seriousness, like, relating this back to the modern Christian, even Jesus found time to seclude himself from those that he loved. Like, he found a time to say, you know what? Like, I need to get away and recharge. So, like, don't feel guilty about that. If that's a reality mm. for you in order to stay, like, keep your head in the right space, it's not wrong to separate yourself, so. All right, here's number, um, a flirty floor. Are you ready for it? Okay. Is this four? I think, who knows? Okay, ask, so this is a fun one. Ask the Lord to surprise you and then be open when he does. You can go in, this goes back with the expectations. If you have negative expectations, then I think you're already setting yourself up to not enjoy the trip you're going on. Yeah. So say, you know what, God, surprise me. Like, maybe I'm not going to be caught up in a political argument with right. my, you know, relative. Um, maybe you can su- surprise me that, like, maybe they also don't want this. Because one thing that um, everybody should recognize is when you're on social media, you're so much more bold than in person. So right. you might be thinking, like, oh, man, they've been posting every single day about this and this and this. Yeah. As soon as we get there, they're going to talk about it. They probably may not. They may yeah. not, you know? Yeah. No, it's true. And I – well, even if they do, I think it'd be cool – like, I think the reason why I wrote down, like, God surprised me or ask God to surprise me is because it's an opportunity for you to say, like, God, would you reveal to me something I didn't mm. see before about that family member? Yeah. So it could, like, the surprise could be that God gives you a window of opportunity not to have mass revival, not to have right. a come to Jesus. Now, if God gives you that window, go for it. Oh, definitely. But he struggled <laughs> to minister to people in his own hometown as yeah. well. Yeah. And so, like, the likelihood of you struggling in that area, you know, is is pretty high. And if that's the case, like, just ask the Lord to surprise you with something that you can finally relate to yeah. with that person. Maybe that's the win. Just having a relatable moment yep. to somebody that you, like, rarely get along with. Or maybe it's just having, like, a simple sorry that maybe doesn't cover everything, mm-hmm. but it starts a relationship mend you know or whatever it is like just ask the lord like i'm on my way to this person's house and i know how things go Mm -hmm. or this person's coming over and i know how it typically goes lord would you just surprise me with an opportunity to see things in a new light or Mm -hmm. to experience them in a new way well you know the something i recently discovered is the power in asking questions 
Like we mm. always think that we're responsible of leading a conversation, especially as Christians. Like, how do I lead them there or whatever? But if you just ask them more about their life, like, you know, maybe they start talking about how their job's frustrating and just saying like, do you think you're going to be in that position forever? Or do you want a different position? Like they could then open up a whole bunch of conversations and yeah. say, I don't know. I mean, when I was younger, I felt this way. And before you know, you guys are talking about purpose. And so like, if you get to start talking about purpose, like it's so everything points to Jesus, right? So it's like the more that I'm, I've learned this recently, the more that you ask questions, the more that they almost volunteer incredible opportunities. Um, even in like, asking questions Mm -hmm. 90% of the time they'll ask a question back because like that's usually how conversations go and so like boom there you have an opportunity now again not to like beat the bible down their throat but maybe to give them a glimpse of what it means to be a christian you know so uh first peter three it says and this is starting at verse 15 says always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience, which we talk about on the show a lot, this podcast, so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander, for it is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. You can let some of that pressure off uh, as well because there's other scriptures where it's like hey don't worry when it comes time like when when somebody's trying trying to pin you against the wall uh the holy spirit can give you an answer mm-hmm. well and also that verse says like be prepared to give an answer for anyone who asks you to give the reason for your hope mm-hmm. and that tells me that like you must be like admitting hope there yeah. must be something glowing on you that's making them ask a question like mm-hmm. that and so like that goes back to the initial like have the Lord surprise you like Mm -hmm. just be happy and be willing and be open and see what God does and then be prepared with that answer to say listen like here's why I don't have to argue with you yeah um because it even says like do so in gentleness and respect so Mm -hmm. that's cool okay yeah like try not to go in with a mindset that it's going to be bad right like it's really important because well I'm just thinking this because it's like you know why would then why would they ask you about any hope you might have right <laughs> exactly like, well, you don't seem yeah. to have it or if the only win is full repentance mm-hmm. you're going to be easily disappointed yeah if that's the only win you could possibly see with your family member is like they have to come to jesus they have to apologize for every wrong they ever did that's that's literally not humans that's not how we operate i mean think about your own salvation journey you probably had a glimmer of hope that led you to small changes along the way mm-hmm. as you continued the walk. So just something to keep in mind. And I just want to say this. Um, Proverbs seventeen twenty two is a great one. It says, a happy heart is good medicine, but low spirits sap one's strength. Sap if, one's strength. <laughs> yeah, like it gets rid of your it, – it'll take people's strength away, low uh, spirits. I you see. know, I mean, there's been scientific studies that have proven – Wait, were you saying zap, Z-A-P, or sap? Zap. Spell it. Okay, Z-A-P. Oh, okay. I couldn't understand. So I was yeah. like, sap one strength. Sap. What does this have to do with maple? <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, yeah, well, I either, either way, it's taking the strength, okay, I think. Got Even it. if you were to sap it, you know, it's sure, just okay. a slow, slowly taking it. But I mean, that is a point. So a lowly spirit will zap Love it. one's strength. So it's like, it, you know, 
you, we all have those relatives that yeah. suck the whole room out. Of no, the, no, no, no. <laughs> how's the that phrase? Room. What's the phrase? Yeah. Suck the air out of the room. Suck the air out of the room. Like the Debbie Downer sketch from SNL. Oh, mm-hmm. so great. Those people <laughs> exist. My challenge is if you don't know those people, you might be that person uh, in the room. Yeah, yeah, so, good one. Good you know, one. that's, a, that's no, what a that podcast really is. good to, to have yeah. some self-reflection. <laughs> it's true. Don't be that Debbie Downer. All right, next piece of advice. That's a good one. Yes, it was. The bait will present itself. Mm-hmm. Don't take it. Okay, just say it again. Yes, the bait will present itself. Don't take it. Okay, whoever is listening to this right now on their way to a relative, that Don't person is yeah. going to do that thing mm-hmm. that is going to push you to the edge. Yes, they're going to ask you the number one question that you have already mm-hmm. answered 15 times or the question that you know is only to get under your skin. Mm-hmm. They're going to drudge up something yep. from the, the past. The old family drama. There's always something, always someone. It's bait on a hook. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't take it. Don't be it. I don't know. <laughs> just get up and walk out. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But Actually, no, you do have a good solution. I mean, not you, but the Word of God has yeah, a good solution. Yeah. But before I get there, I just want to say, have you ever heard of Thanksgiving clapbacks? You were telling me about this. I yeah, really I was like explaining it. it a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I'll save it for the podcast. All right. So like there's a concept out there. It's it's pretty trending. I think my husband's just such a grandfather. He doesn't know what's going on. Um, like Thanksgiving clapback is like, you know, when somebody's like, still not married, I see. Uh-huh. And then you come clapping back to, you know, Aunt <laughs> Smithy and you're like, still on your fourth marriage, I see. And so like, you know, you're basically just saying like for every moment that you have against me, I come prepared with, you know, my hate to throw back to you of like why you're in the wrong or why you can't judge me or whatever it's weird to me that that became like a trending thing on twitter and uh tiktok Mm -hmm. and i think a little bit on instagram because like we're again we're talking about family and it's funny like some of them are hilarious i've read like really funny comebacks or clapbacks um but in reality all it's doing is causing the bait of satan to Mm -hmm. have its way like you're taking that bait on the hook and you're just allowing it to create a seed of dissension between Mm -hmm. you know family members and so like no matter how great your response is it's never going to result in uh peace or harmony which is what you know we strive to have for as as family right there's not going to be a fix if you do a clap back yes exactly and so this is what it says in first peter uh three nine do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing, because to this you are called to, so that you may inherit a blessing. So here's the cool news about that. It's saying that when you repay an insult for a blessing, you kind of get your, like, you get the world's greatest clap back, mm-hmm. and that comes from the Lord. Okay, maybe it's not a clap back, but, like, you get a blessing <laughs> in return, right? Yeah. So it's like, instead of repaying insult for insult, which lasts only for the moment, mm-hmm. you feel good for maybe five seconds and proud of yourself for saying something so devious, and then you're like, okay, like, now I'm just embarrassed, or, like, this was not worth it. Instead, like, genuinely think about how good of a response it would be for someone to insult you mm-hmm. with their accusation or their judgment of you or whatever, their little comment that gets under your skin, and somehow you find 
the wisdom of the Lord to clap back with kindness. And so I just think it's an opportunity for us to say like, you know, let's return insult with blessing. Yeah. And I, and at the very least, I would think that you're still doing better if you just like smile and just try to get out of that situation. Mm-hmm. If if that's the best you can do. Right. Put yourself in the frame of mind of like, hey, I, I don't want to repay evil for evil or uh, clap back for clap back. I just yeah. want to be, you know, loving. If, if you can go into that mindset, I think that'll help. Yeah. Um, and, you know, most of these holidays are filled with... Pumpkin pie. Yeah. I was just literally going to say that. Were you really? I really right. was. I no, was I know. I really was. I was going to oh. say pumpkin cookies, but it's the exact same. <laughs> it's like there's desserts. So at the very least, okay. stuff your mouth. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. If you yeah. don't have anything nice to say, not only don't say anything at all, but like just fill it with food. Just fill it with food. <laughs> or maybe exercise later. fill their mouth with food. Ooh, that's even better. Yeah. Okay, that's a challenge accepted. If somebody you says anything, grams. tension, you just <laughs> grab me. Hey, yeah, well, grab me. You just start, <laughs> you just reach over and they're like, Listen, are you ever... <laughs> Don't even let him talk. <laughs> it reminds me of the scene from The Grinch, and I hate that I'm quoting oh, this. Oh, I love that. so many times they just keep feeding him the this pudding and the rice. This is not the fudge. Oh, yeah, it's like, this is fudge. This is not fudge. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and like, he just spits it out. all you got. Stop with the sound effects. Is that all you got? Stop 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 oh, yeah, there's a couple of sound effects that freak my wife out, including... I hate when he does it. Like, he does the most random pisses me off. Alright, <laughs> moving on. This is the last one. The onus for a relationship isn't on you, even though you you may be the Christian. But the onus for peace is. What do I mean by that? It's not your responsibility to walk away from the weekend or whatever, the vacation or the family reunion, and be like, me and that person are fully restored. Because that just might not be a reality. It's that's right. not your job to create this perfect scenario where everybody's happy and everybody walks away with their differences, um, you know, put to the wayside. But you still have to be able to walk in peace. And as Chris said, like we say this all the time, like don't let your conscience be seared mm-hmm. because you decided to say things and get out of your face in such a way that you're now despising the person that you are. And I say that as someone who did that. You know, I, not necessarily with, like, having an argument with family, but I've made those promises to myself of, like, when I visit home again, I'm not going to do this, and I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to be this person, and then Mm -hmm. I do all of those things, and I'm left in the destruction of, at the end of the day, I'm left in the destruction of not meeting the expectations I set for myself. Mm. So if that's all you can do is just keep the peace. This is what it says um, in Ephesians 4, starting in verse 2. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Mm. Now, this kind of, it is speaking, uh, it's a letter to a church, so it is speaking Christian to Christian. But if you can keep that those words on your heart, I promise you, yeah. they could be used as words of wisdom with anybody in your life. Yeah. That's, yeah. And lastly, this just, I 
feel like I have to say this in case this person's out there. I know, well, I shouldn't say I know, I because I just empathize with this feeling. Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't have this scenario in my family, but I empathize with the feeling of like that deep sense of obligation yeah. to be around people that genuinely are unhealthy for you. I, yeah. I will say this. I've had friends like in tears out of the stress that they feel to be around somebody that's genuinely unhealthy for them and if that is the case like where you know it's in a toxic environment you don't have to be in that environment maybe the most peaceful thing you can do is say like it's not healthy for me to be here so Mm. i'm not going to be there Mm. um just to give you that alleviation that like the lord isn't demanding that you Put yourself in harm's way. I mean, that is an interesting thought. Yeah. And when you say that, like, I'm thinking of maybe people that have, I'm thinking of it in an intense moment where it's yeah, like people that intense. have given you trauma. Yes. That it's like, well, then why? The healing know? hasn't happened enough yet for you to yeah. really re engage in that environment. Yeah. yeah. But that isn't a forever, that isn't a cutting somebody yeah. out. It's, you can you still have peace with them. You can still, mm-hmm. you know, pray and pursue unity with them, but from a distance, if that's right. what's healthiest. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Are we into final thoughts? Yeah, I think so. I think we're we're into final thoughts. You okay. Wanna yeah. Hit you us go with f- it. You go first. You want me to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Okay, you go first. Okay. <laughs> Cranberries in a can is not food. Uh, it you're one hundred percent wrong. It on that. is. That's gross. like literally my favorite part of Thanksgiving. It is disgusting. No, it's not. You know what? You know what? Cranberry in a can. Um, you know what it means in Latin? What? Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> I use my son's word now. He always says disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. Um, That's my final answer. Final, final, it's my final, final word. It's my final word. What is that? Who wants to be on a millionaire? Who, yeah. who wants to be on a millionaire? Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> who wants to be? <laughs> That's a very different show. Who wants to piggyback <laughs> on top of a millionaire? That's the show. So guys, like, uh, okay, you answered all the right questions. I guess get all on right. the back. Here's my <laughs> final word. It's <laughs> always funny. Would you stop it? <laughs> It is always fun to go to the family, I mean, the local parade, Thanksgiving parade. Oh, yeah. You and I have not experienced a single local parade that was of quality. <laughs> oh, yeah, every time. Or, um, or, uh, or remotely good, but we've always had a blast. And I well, think that that's what's important. Last year we were almost at a good one. It wasn't. No, no it was no. extremely ghetto, but okay. it was funny. And, I and liked we, it. we laughed our way through it. Okay. So. And if you would like to chat with us about any things that we've talked about, ask us questions, or let us know what other topics you would like us to talk about, go ahead and message us pretty much individually. That's the best way to do it. So I am at Chris Wineland Comedy everywhere on social media. And I'm at Micah Wineland. And that's it. We're going to see you on the next episode of The Modern Christian. Best of luck to all of you out there. Yep. And uh, go be a light.